0: Warning, this episode may contain explicit language and spoilers for the entirety of the verse What's up guys? Okay. Welcome back to the damn snack bar. This is episode 88. After I died, my Valkyrie blooper reel went viral. Sick. We are reading chapters 9 to 15 of The Sword of Summer today. Magnus Tracy boy. <laughs> How did you feel, Joe? Oh, it was fun. About these chapters. It was good. I liked them. Lots of anticipation. And we ended on a really good spot. Like, chapter 15 ended very nicely. I was kind of sad at where it ended because I was like, oh, we do not get to find out. But yeah. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, no, it, it leaves, leaves people going, oh, what's going to happen? I mean, obviously, you know it's going to happen, but <laughs> what's going to happen? Good fun. Yeah. Look forward to it. Yeah. I've never been, like, even re- rereading Percy, I wasn't as, like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, I have to read the next chapters as I was finishing on this chapter 15. I was like, no, I want to read the next chapter. <laughs> so, what we're figuring out, we're in episode two of this series, and what we're figuring out is this is Joe's favourite series. So far. <laughs> like, even Lightning Th- Thief didn't have me this excited in the first, like, this quickly, didn't yeah. have me this excited. I yeah. mean, that's fair. Once you read The Lightning Thief once or twice, after that it's kind of like, I'm to read them like, it's iconic. Like, you're it's like, it's like the like beginning book, alright, move out of the way, I want to get to <laughs> the fun ones. <laughs> get out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, is that a little Sebastian? <laughs> Sorry, save vibes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, Um. well, before we get into some chapters, then we do have a email. Yay! Yes. So this one says, hi, I'm Dana. Hi, Dana. I feel like I'm probably a child of Nike, Ooh, question mark. Love um, that. She, they. Fuck. <laughs> i fuck. Pronounce a she, they. Although I also sort of understand the whole fluidity thing when it comes to being a child of Loki, so maybe that's what I am. Okay, okay. So interesting. I'm very excited for you guys to get around to the Magnus series. It's probably my favorite, and Blitz and Half are my all-time favorite duo. <laughs> so yeah, that's all I wanted to say, and I can't wait to listen when the episodes come out. Exclamation <laughs> point. Kiss kiss. Yay! I'm so glad somebody's just as excited as we are (laughs) to read Magnus. The Magnus ones are really good. Yeah, well, we had a lot of. I'm so happy you're reading Kane. I'm so glad you're reading Kane. So excited were you reading Kane? I haven't heard anybody being like, "Yeah, Magnus." I mean, none of our Magnus episodes have come out yet. Sure, but like we've been telling people, that's what we're reading next, and they've all been like, "Don't care. Let's focus on the Kane." And we're like, "Okay." very true. Very true. But yay! So. Dana's the first one to tell us she decided that we're reading Magnus. So thank you, Dana. Yeah. For being validated. <laughs> Very fun. <laughs> I've made the correct decision. Reading Magnus <laughs> over Lost Hero. Literally. <laughs> it's always gonna be the correct decision. Ah, uh, <laughs> such a good series. Looking forward to it. Oh my god, I thought you meant Lost Hero, and I was like No! I was like, Joe! No. sucks. Yeah, it is pretty terrible. We tried to avoid it as much as possible. Oh. But you did raise a procrastinator. <laughs> Another six months and then we'll be there, maybe. No, oh, don't remind me. See, but it'll be like a reward, because by the time we finish Lost Hero, I'm pretty sure that's when the show will come out. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So it'll be like a reward. Hell yeah. For finishing the Lost Hero. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so we're gonna do Lost Hero in one episode, right? That would require you to read the entire book in one week. Oh god. That's a lot. I'll just do cliff notes. <laughs> 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 Honestly, though, if we did clip notes, that'd get the whole point. <laughs> um, okay, well, thank you, Dana. Um, if anybody else wants to send us an email like Dana did, then you can find us at danestackbarpod at outlook.com. So yeah. that's where we're at. Come and send us some funny things. I don't know. Yeah, it is what it is. Um, Joe, do you want to get started? Do you have anything to say about these chapters before we get started into our recaps? Anything specific? No. no I just was, w- I think, while I was reading them. Fair. I got that's fair. Of fun. Granted, to be fair, I was reading them last night... And I don't know if you guys can tell, but I'm not 100% at the moment feeling a little sick. And so my eyes kept on blurring because I was trying to read the books. <laughs> because I was lying in bed. And then I actually fell asleep at one point and it, my book hit me in the face. And I was like, ah! <laughs> so what happened with me was... I went to bed, and I immediately started to read Magnus, and I was like, I'm going to get through the whole seven chapters, it's going to be fine. Yeah, I had same idea. I got through the first three, and then I was like, I just want to read something else. And I needed to catch up on um, some Silver Flames chapters for a podcast that I listened to, <laughs> and so I read those. And then I was like, and then I'm going to read Crescent City after that. I didn't read Crescent Jeez. City. Jeez. I went to bed. That's ambitious of you, though. It's only two chapters. Three in. different books. Well, Still. Five, by the time I got to Crescent City, I'd read five total chapters. Okay, That's well, not talented, though. I'm <laughs> Nothing. When these don't technically count there's a full chapter, okay. One of them was rude. like two pages. I struggled to get through four. <laughs> <laughs> One of them was like two pages. Anyway, so I have prefaced to you that we have a lot of informational things to get through. A lot of them don't go any don't go into anything that was mentioned really any further than when they were mentioned in the story. So, like, I can go into them a little bit, but it's not going to be any new information to you. Um, yeah. And that's just kind of like because we can leave some stuff for like later down the line, especially when it comes to like certain gods or anything. You want it to be more surprising for the audience, and also not make this episode two hours long. Okay, sure. yeah, just trying to. So you've got nothing. We're just at. going to the recap for chapters. You've five. got nothing. <laughs> Nine to eleven. <laughs> yes. Go okay. On. So our first section of chapters, um, their titles are: You totally want the Mini minibar. Um, My room does not suck. And pleased to meet you. I will now crush your windpipe. <laughs> So in chapters 9 to 11, Magnus learns all about his new home and his new floor mates before being left alone in his perfect bedroom. He's never had anything so nice and so perfectly catered to him, so of course he has to trash the place. <laughs> then he's interrupted by his personal Valkyrie, Samira, who pushes, him up against, who pushes him up against a wall and threatens to make his life miserable if he so much as steps one toe out of line or even attempts to embarrass her. Magnus, obviously, is flustered, but he's more intimidated than anything else, so he's going to do everything that the scary girl says, and then the bell for dinner is rung. <laughs> yeah, they're very cute chapters. They are. I like the way that these chapters sort of introduce Samira as like, oh, scary girl, he's going to be in love with her because he's intimidated, and, and they're then like- you're like, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I have never liked Samira as a character. I'm going to just say that. Yeah. I don't know, she didn't really. really stick out to me. I was sort of just like, okay. Just, like, her personality, I'm really not... I'm like, eh, no. Uh, (laughs) If she wasn't there, I would be like, this book is amazing. (laughs) All I remember is that she was the Valkyrie and she was Muscle in the group. Yeah. Because I just remember Alex. It's the only person I remember. Yeah. I forgot... I forgot all about, um... Halfborn and... Mallory? Mallory. My brain is like Meredith? No. They are my favourite ship in the entire series. Oh yeah. Besides listen and Half, Mallory and Halfborn are like my favourites. Yeah. They're their cuties. So. I don't know what their ship name is. I don't know if it's like Gundakeen or if it's Halflory or <laughs> Malborn or something. Mel- <laughs> Melbourne! <laughs> that's how, <laughs> that's how <laughs> Americans prezel- pronounce Melbourne. Melbourne. Malborn. <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't, yeah. Okay. But <laughs> of all the people who live on that floor, TJ's my favorite. Like, by himself, TJ's my favorite. Because he's a pumpkin. Just because he's great. Just because he's like, that hill, I'm going to conquer. He literally is like, that's my hill now. <laughs> We're getting it. I will die on this hill. <laughs> 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 well, I just love, yeah, their first... I mean, this is a spoiler, but like, but then for his first, Meg's his first time in the arena battling everyone. Yeah, yeah. They're like, okay, we're gonna take that hill. They're just like, why? He'll I mean, be like, TJ likes hills, so we're just gonna do it. I was like, ah, so it gives the same energy as Rocket in um, Guardians, and he's like, we need that man's leg. <laughs> <laughs> what does he need the leg for? <laughs> Nothing. I just wanted. It. No, it's really important. I need it. <laughs> I need that man's eye. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I just love that they all humor him, and they're like, "All right, I guess we'll take the hill." we'll Just make TJ feel better. He's like, <laughs> but they've been humoring him for like centuries. Literally, <laughs> he's like, "Just <"Yes>, the hill." <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the high I'm not the why. No, I was quoting Obi Wan. I know, oh, okay. <laughs> but I wanted to do that before. Okay, um, yeah. So basically, Magnus realizes that he is in Valhalla. So, Joe, what is Valhalla? It is, oh, they actually had the perfect description of it, obviously, in the book, but now I can't, I can't quote it word for word, because I can't remember it, I don't have my book in front of me. But, it is, ooh, 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 the place where Odin's blessed warriors, who died and fought bravely, like, fought and died bravely, specifically with a weapon in their hand, go to serve Odin. In glory, in the afterlife, to fight for him in the eventual doomsday that is called Ragnarok. Yeah, pretty much. So it's just, it's a hotel, Valhalla. Well, in in this series, it's a hotel. Sure. But in actual Norse myth, Valhalla is just like a place. Yeah. It's just a really cool place where they get, where the deceased are honoured for being warriors. Yeah, pretty much. Brave, good warriors, not yeah. crazy ones. So the way that it works is everybody who lives in Valhalla are all called Enheya. Mm-hmm. We're gonna that's we're gonna say that's what it is. They've all been chosen by Valkyries to go there after they've died, mm-hmm. and then they're there to prepare for the event of Ragnarok. So if you want to break it down into those four things, right? Valhalla, it literally means. Hall of the Fallen. Yep. So the Fallen is the vowel, mm-hmm. and the Hall is, is the hall. Uh, Bob, vowel. How? Uh. So what's the uh? It's dramatic. Yeah. It's a bit of extra That's spice on the end. <laughs> it's dramatic. Well, well it'd be uh. stupid if it was just Fall Hall. <laughs> yeah, it would just. Well, it'd be vowel Hall. <laughs> yeah. Vowel how? Vowel how? I love that. Valhalla. (laughs) (laughs) Winham. (laughs) My cousin Winham. (laughs) I like Valhalla. Okay, so Valhalla. Yes. Yes. They, typically, Valhalla is depicted as a splendid palace, Uh and the roof is made out of all of their shields. Basically, they live in a home that, like, they can just pick up all their weapons, and the home disappears, and it, that's just, they're ready to go. So they're, they're not leaving anything behind, because they're taking everything with them. They, like, disassemble the entire palace, because it's made up of, like, their weapons, and oh, their clothes, okay. and their... Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, it's roofed with their shields, they feast on the flesh of the boar that's, um, slain daily, that poor, poor animal. Literally lives to be slaughtered. He's terrible, like a king, though, when he's alive. Still. Um...
1: <laughs> yeah, and Whatever's so then...
0: name is, I didn't even try to read it, I was just like... Alright, that'll do. Yeah. The rafters of the palace are made out of their spears, spears yeah. and then the seats are made out of their breastplates. Ah, <laughs> they sit on their own it's One plates. half your mom's breastplate. <laughs> <laughs> it's matching set. That's from Hell, Train Dragon! <laughs> yes, <they're> yeah, because they're Vikings. <laughs> yes, and then the gates are guarded by wolves, and eagles fly above it, and they live there until, yes, Ragnarok, um, which is the eventual end of the gods that's been prophesied. I prophesy, um, by, I don't remember who, who prophesied it, who saw it in the future. Crazy old bastard. <laughs> but yeah, eventually, um, that's, that's what they're, what the, I'm here, i needed for is that they'll fight against, um. Doomsday. Yeah, basically. Yeah. On the side of Odin. Yeah. Yes. Fun times. So, um, Ragnarok itself is the end of the world of gods and men. Um, it's fully described in the Icelandic poem, Bul- *Völuspá*, which I went into a little bit in our last episode when I was talking about, I think, the Ganunga Gap. Um, it's also in the Edda, or Eddic poem. Anyway, so basically... It says that Ragnarok will be preceded by cruel winters and moral chaos, and giants and demons will approach from all points on the world and attack the gods at their centre, at Asgard, or at... Just anywhere. Mm -hmm. Just where they are. Um, Yeah, and so then they'll face their death like heroes... The sun will be darkened and the stars will vanish and the earth will sink into the sea and afterward the earth will rise again and the innocent Balder will return from the dead and the hosts of the just will live in the hall roofed with gold. I don't really understand what that means. I can't really remember. Um, but yeah, basically it's just <laughs> the end of the world destruction. Yeah. Um, and everything of everything in it, including the gods and their realm and their power and everything. Yeah. So they're on a ticking time bomb, really. Yeah, so they'd really prefer not... For that to not happen, yeah, they prefer it didn't happen. So that's why they're fighting it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so some things that we learned about, or that I learned about the Inheria. I have to pause on it every time. Yeah. Um, it's not going to roll. Can, yeah, car. yeah. The 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 soldiers. Some and things that I learned glorious. about them yeah. is that the Wild Hunt was actually they were thought to have been, or the the story behind the Wild Hunt came from the undead soldiers of Valhalla. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, because a lot of... Um, that makes sense. A lot of Norse tradition and North myth um, comes from Germanic worship, so even though it was all in, like, Slavic countries, it was also, like, in Germany, and it came from there, as well as, like, they kind of blended together. Okay. Which was a bit interesting. Um, yeah, and then so the Valkyrie, who obviously pick the soldiers to go to Valhalla. They their name's of the title Valkyrie literally means chooser of the slain, which is a bit interesting. There are a kind of there are a couple of kind of like differing pieces of like information about the Valkyries. In some myths, they were like kind of like these really gruesome women who would choose the men to go to Valhalla based on, like, who was the best, like, partner, kind of. Lol. And if they didn't survive, then the women would take them apart, like, the Valkyries would take the men apart and use, like, their intestines and their heads as, like, um, you know, like, the hammer throw, uh, thing at the Olympics... It was, like, a big ball on the end of a chain. You saw yeah. it. So the men's heads were, like, on the end of, like, a big long intestine. Or, Lol. like, they would use the men as, like, their weapons.
1: That's which was funny. Like
0: really gruesome. And That's like, amazing. Like, wear their skin and, like, this kind of, yeah, it was a bit gross. I love it. Yeah. Usually it's the... Ex- here. No, I love it. We hear so much in history that women are being shit on. I'm so glad. Finally. Yes, Valkyries. Get in there. Stir some shit up. But so, when I was reading... Make history horrible for men. Fuck you. When I was reading all of that, all that I could really think of was the um, race of witches in Throne of Glass. That's all I was thinking of. Because they're like, you know, all the witches in Throne of Glass. Oh, Throne of Glass. My brain was, was thinking saying? the witcher. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> all of witches? the witches in, um, the, in the Throne of Glass series. That's all I was thinking of. Because yeah. they're like this amazing race of women. Warrior women. Hell take yeah. no shit fucking the ruin all the men's lives and, like, all of this, so that's I all Tien's I was thinking witches. of. Yeah! They're just completely, like, ruthless. Unhinged. Yeah, basically. And they rip people's heads off. And I'm so, like, yes, yes, that's all I was thinking of. But then, the more common, accepted idea of what Valkyries were is what we see in these books and what you see in Thor, kind of. I mean, in the, in the Marvel movies, they're seen as more the soldiers of Odin than they are the gatherers of the warriors. Valhalla. Yeah. They're not really seen as that in the Marvel movies, whereas in this series they definitely are. Yes, that's their job. Um, but yeah, so they're the foreboders of war, and they ride to battlefield, ride to the battlefield on their horses, wearing helmets and shields, obviously because you know we're going to have because they're warriors. and they need Yeah. Shields. Um, <laughs> yeah. So they usually fly through the air. Some of them can fly through the sea but there wasn't really a clarification on how they Doesn't fly through the swing? sea. And so I was thinking <laughs> that, like, maybe they have some kind of... If flying through the air is with an air horse, oh, then like maybe through, horse. The, through the sea is with, like, a fish horse or a seahorse. Like a hippocampus. Yeah, and I was like, that would be pretty cool. That'd be cute. Um, like yeah. The... So some Valkyries actually had the power to cause the death of the warriors that they were choosing, but most of the time um, they didn't do that. They just... Yeah, most of the time they didn't do that. They just picked up the ones who died heroically. Um, the whole <laughs> dying with a weapon in your hand thing—I yeah. couldn't, I could, didn't find anything on that. So I don't know if that's something just that Bricks just put in. Right. If it is, like, that's interesting, and I like that it's like a—it's a cool technicality. <coughs> it really is because then it's like, well, did Magnus die heroically? I also think it's really funny said, that they said that it was edited. Yeah, the clip. So did he have his hand on the sword? The whole—I don't remember. <laughs> four days ago I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. Um what was I saying? Oh, yeah. I like that um in the next bit of chapters we when they're doing the whole trial and whatever, and we find out that they are supposed to die with a weapon in their hand and Magnus says, Well what if what if you're not found to be, you know, the the warrior that you picked me to be what happens? Do I just become alive again? <laughs> I was like, do I get to go back? <laughs> yeah. And and Sam was kind of like, well, no, you would still stay here. I would get in trouble, and I was kind of like, yeah, but how much trouble really? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like still you, building an army. This, yeah, I was going to say, you brought someone to be part of the army. Are they really going to get that picky? Yeah. Especially when there doesn't seem to be a threshold on the army. Like, you can be... They've been given all this time, and because they're just kind of adding to it until the doomsday comes, like, yes, you probably want... It's not like there's limited seating. <laughs> but, like, yes, you probably want every person who's there willing to fight yeah. and willing to, like, be a soldier for Odin, but also, like... With every war does come foot soldiers, and as part of those foot soldiers, not everyone is going to be 100% willing, right? Well, not everyone's going to be 100% amazing. You're going to have the 60% dwindlers. Like, they're 60%? Un- <laughs> That's pretty high. No, no. I, no. As it's they're only 60% cool. Oh! <laughs> right, I think that, like, 60% of the warriors are no good. <laughs> no, 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 but do you have- Hang on, I'm explaining this right. No, no, I understand what you mean. Okay. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. I'm just, yeah, I was like, the way that I heard it was. (laughs) I know, it's because I didn't say it right at first time. Yeah, but so like, that's kind of all that I have on Valkyries. Sometimes the Valkyries were supernatural. Not always, though. You have to be like a really super awesome special one to be supernatural. So on the topic of some of them being supernatural, some of them weren't supernatural but had supernatural powers. Right. Which, I don't know which is cooler. Do I want to live a long time, or do I want to be able to like spit fire? <laughs> I want to spit fire, <laughs> live, like die young and keep a sexy, leave a sexy corpse. I'll do that. Okay, Stanley. Um, yeah, but that's pretty much all that I have on those four things. For this section, I also had a little bit of. Um, I did a little bit of research into Helgi and Hundings, like war with each other? Yeah, or like, I didn't understand it, but like, so, I really understood it, but I was like, why is it? What is said in the books lava? is that they knew each other before they died and then when they got to Hotel Valhalla, Odin liked Helgi over Hunting and so said to Helgi, Ooh, I'm gonna give you the better job and then you get to pick what Hunting does and then Helgi was like, okay, well I'm gonna make Hunting my bitch! <laughs> Okay, but so it in... just reminded me though of um, a very a very punny musical where it was like, "Oh, what do you think you have to be misled for all day?" <laughs> <laughs> you so know good. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With okay. Draco and Voldemort. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't think anybody else is going to get that, so cut that out. What were you going to say? Um, I was just going to say, so like the actual story behind Helgi Helgi and Hunting is really funny. Kind of. So, yeah. on the night of Helgi's birth, the Norns came to determine his fate. And they decreed (laughs) him... We just giggle at that name. The Norns. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) They decreed him a most famous prince. His family, however, were not royalty. And so his parents named him Helgi. So his family wasn't royalty, but then... When Helgi turned 15, he decided to go and explore the court of the actual royalty, which was King Hunding. So Helgi was 15. Hunding was however old, but he was old enough to be king. Yeah. And then, so, as Helgi went to his court, he um, disguised himself with a different name, whatever. And then when he figured that he was safe, he sent word out to everyone to say, I'm in your palace and come and get me. And Hunting was like, okay, well, I'm going to fucking come get you and kill you because I can't have you being prophesied to be this amazing prince who's going to someday become king and I that means I won't be king and so I have to kill you so that I'm still king. And then it ended up that Helgi killed Hunting when he was 15 and then they both went to Hotel Valhalla after that and so Odin saw Helgi's killing Hunting as, oh my god, this amazing, like, act of whatever and was like, I'm going to give you this job and so he... Because he wasn't king when he was, um, oh wait, no, he was king when he was alive. Helgi became king after he killed Hunting. But anyway, then when they went to Hotel Valhalla, or went to Valhalla, Odin was like, I'm going to give you, Helgi, the best job because I want you to be like the overseer of everything here. I want you to run everything like a king would. And then it turns out Hunting was brought in on the same day and Helgi was (laughs) like, okay, my first decree shall be, you're going to be my slave. And Hunting was like, fuck. So that's why they hate each other. (laughs) So, Joe, um, that's really. That, I mean, there's not much else to say about those three chapters unless you want to talk a little bit about how we meet Sam and find out her name is Samira for the first time. No, that summarizes it. <laughs> we meet Sam, her name is Samira. She, She's a Viking that brought him to Valhalla. Ta da! Viking? Viking? Valkyrie? We're men! <laughs> <laughs> Viking's can um, be women. Sorry? He so said women can be Viking. Oh no, they're not necessarily Vikings though. That's what I'm... That's the clarification that I was looking for. Oh, you lost me. What? These characters are not necessarily Vikings. They're not specifically Vikings. Oh, okay. Vikings were hundreds and hundreds of years ago. <laughs> These guys are demigods, if anything. And that's okay. why we call them Inheri. Because they're not necessarily Vikings. <laughs> yes, thank you. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, I do like that Rick was sort of capitalising on the small girl threatens big man. <laughs> um, no, I do like that Rick was kind of capitalising on the whole I'm going to pin him on something. The pinning thing is especially what I was stuck on because this was written after Mark of Athena. Yeah. And in Mark of Athena, there's everybody's favourite scene. Yeah. And, and she, judo flips him. Yeah. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. Because that's their way of saying hello. It's and I that. I love that in this moment, Samira was like, you need to take me seriously, you need to... You know, understand where I'm coming from. Even if I'm not explaining anything like I'm supposed to, then I still need to like
1: you the know, urgency
0: because... needs to be in him. Yeah, as if he wasn't confused enough already. Yeah, and as if he wasn't like the most happy-go-lucky boy, and he's just like, oh, everything like oh. he's like, I'll literally do whatever you want. He's literally the most precious. I love him so much. He's like, just show you working, and I'll do whatever you want. <laughs> he's like, I'm on the side of logic. I will stick with you. Like it's fine. I don't know if he's the most precious. Yeah, I remember he's been homeless for the past two years, so he's a bit sharp. He's a bit prickly. He's a bit like, don't touch me! <laughs> I don't think that he is, though. No. We don't ever see him like that. The right? only time... Had the only times speak. that we really get to see him do any of, like, the calling back to the homeless thing is, like, in the next bit of chapters when he walks into the dining hall and he goes... He, he like, chastises himself for not thinking about the fact that there might be a pecking order and just saying he literally just says whatever and then he's like oh fuck that was the wrong thing to say because <laughs> now someone's mad at me and they're fucking in charge and i'm like eh. <laughs> yeah self-preservation mode what a pisces <laughs> i wonder if he is a pisces yeah look at his starch out there <laughs> starch out <laughs> maybe <laughs> oh you actually are doing it well, well you fucking said something didn't you Chrissy wake up what happened I don't like this Chrissy wake, wake up, up. <sighs> oh. gotta wake up gotta wake up January 13 is a fucking Capricorn how dare he how dare he be a Capricorn <laughs> anyways okay let's move on to chapters 12 to 15 then um, so these chapter titles are at least I'm not on goat chasing at least I'm not on goat chasing duty Phil um, the Potato Meets His Doom. <laughs> 4 million channels, and there's still nothing on except Valkyrie Vision. And my blooper video goes viral. Phil the Potato Meets His Doom. <laughs> such a weird it's a fucking good one. <laughs> I love that one. Yeah. Very so funny. in chapters 12 to 15. 12 15. Ch- in. <laughs> <laughs> Tripping over everything. In chapters 12 to 15, Magnus realises that he's actually Katie Heron on her first day of high school after living in Africa her entire life. (laughs) Everything has a pecking order and it's super overwhelming and he's drinking goat titty milk and eating some poor animal's leg. And on top of that, everybody gets to see on the big screen how he died and it's even more embarrassing than he remembers. (laughs) Um, But that may be due to the fact that the footage has been edited and now Samira's reputation is on the line and Magnus might now find himself at the bottom of the food chain in Hotel Valhalla. The One thing he was taught on the streets not to be, don't be the bottom of the food chain. Yeah, yeah, what a loser, literally. <laughs> so, we meet a couple of people in this section. We meet Gorilla, we meet TJ, yep. we meet Mallory an ex, and X and Half One Gunderson. Or actually, we don't meet Half One, we just
1: hear She's him snake. laughing
0: once an axe hits a wall. So fucking dumb, like, <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, we get into the dining hall basically. And um, I love that the the dinner bell it sounds like an air raid siren. And Thomas <laughs> is like, What the fuck <laughs> And they're like, Oh, I it's ready. <laughs> I thought it was the purge. <laughs> so, yeah, they walk into, um, into the dining hall, and it is massive in there. And yeah, there's a big tree in the corner. And so the tree, Samira calls it the Tree of Later. Later. <laughs> <Leda>. Later <laughs> horses. The fun thing about the Tree of Later is that in some myths it's the same as Yggdrasil, the Tree of Life, and in other myths it's a completely different thing that the goat and the stag are just on. Yeah. So Hadron, the goat, obviously, is brand mead everywhere. He's pissed on everyone. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then like that's literally her only purpose is just to create mead for the Inherjar yeah, and Odin. Okay. And apparently, when Odin comes to Valhalla, he doesn't eat anything from the um from the the, the, the animal. Yeah. He just drinks mead the whole time. Well, he's just like trying to get by and drunk bitches! <laughs> um. Yeah. And then there's Ike the the stag. Um. I don't actually know how to pronounce full name. It's like Ike Ike Thamir, Ike Thamir or something. I don't know, Ike works. Um, but it means Oak Thorny. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, his his horns are pissing everywhere too. Except way more. Just fucking flooding everything. Going into all the all the seas and all the rivers. Just... You're like, okay mate, chill. We yeah. get it. Literally. That's really all there is about those. I mean, like, like this is what I mean when I started off the chapter and I was like, or started off the episode and I was like some things don't need any more explanation than what's in the book Like, that's, yeah. that's about it really totally. <laughs> that's all there is these chapters are very info dumpy I was realising that when I was or very term dumpy at least cause normally when I go through the chapters I um you know write down or take note of every single thing that's a name or a place or a thing yeah, that so I'm you like can tell I can explain that, that later this literally had these section of chapters had like 15 different things and I was like oh Way too much. Yeah. Way too much. And the only funny one, so far, has been Hunting and healthy Um. Yeah. So the the beast that they're all eating dinner from, in some myths, is said to be a boar. In other myths, they're like it's just a creature. We don't know what kind of creature, so we're going to call it a cosmic boar because boar's the closest, but it's not a boar. It's something else. You are something else. <laughs> you are so. Some- so, in old Nordic language, it's actually called a sooty sea beast. <laughs> yes, but then they decided to to describe it as a boar. Um, its name is Serimnia or or say say rhyme, no, something like that. But its fate is to be hunted and killed every single day, and then it's resurrected the next day. And it's only allowed to be cooked and prepared by one guy. He's <laughs> the cook for the gods specifically, and that's his only job is to just. Kill and cook this. Cooking animal. for the gods is a lot of work. Yeah. You say that it's his only job. You mean it's his yeah. profession. Yeah. But this boar is just living he's, Groundhog Day every single day. He's their personal day. chef. The only other information that I really gathered for this episode was when they started um, going through the trials of all of the all of the other new warriors. So when they get into the dining hall and everybody's sort of filing in and Sam's like we've got to get up to that table because that's our special spot for today we've got like a little honorary party little table for us all the newbies and so they go up there they have like a conversation about when Magnus is learning about the the cosmic boar and what he can eat for dinner and Sam is saying you can have this you can have this it'll turn into whatever you want but Magnus then questions whether it will give him falafel. And I've never noticed this before, but Samira, like, freezes yeah. when he says that. And then she's like... Because she thinks it's a dig, together Yeah, and she's yeah. like, why would you want falafel? And he's like, well, I like falafel. Falafel, yeah. But it just... I've never, like, noticed the way that she thought he was being racist and thought that he was being... You know, and she was immediately about to be defensive. Yeah. And immediately about to be, like... He was like, why would I joke about that? <laughs> yeah. And I was kind of like, I'd never... And this was, like, one of the things that makes me not like Samira. Because she's just always on edge about everything. And, like, granted, I'm not a person of colour, so I don't have anything to defend myself from in day-to-day or take offence to in day-to-day. Because as a white person, you're really not allowed to get offended about anything anyone says about us because it's all true. So. Yeah. So what I found interesting in this section when they then are going through the videos of how each new warrior has been allowed to come in um, to Valhalla and been chosen. Having read these books, I thought when we first met these people that they were going to be like... Because, you know, going into a bit of detail about how heroic they were, I thought that they were maybe going to be, like, prominent side characters. They're, like, never mentioned ever again. Who? Exactly. All of the other kids at the table. Oh! Yeah. All the other ones who were who died on the same night as Magnus, like... Only one of them was actually name-dropped. Which no, was the first like, one. three of them were. Like, there was another girl named Dee. Oh, yeah, I missed that. And there was another one. And, like, the fact that they were then name-dropping that they were a child of Loki or a child of Heimdall, not Loki, because that's Sam, but, um... Yeah, child of Heimdall or a child of Thor or a child of Odin or, like... Yeah. That kind of thing. I mean, Gorilla's a child of Thor. That's... Yeah. That's... Yeah. What do we know about Thor, Joe? Thor is the god of thunder. And lightning. And lightning! Yeah. And he's also the uh, designated protector of Midgard, which is houses Earth. Earth. And uh, he carries a big heavy hammer. Yeah. So he's actually Mil-year? not the protector of Jonathan? Midgard. <laughs> Jonathan? Jonathan? He's actually not the protector of Midgard, is not he? No. They said he was the protector of Midgard. Who did? The book. He's not actually there. Not this, like, not this book. It happens, it's either the next one or the third one, but. He, um. So actually, he is this super broady ginger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He, um. He was kind of the ideal warrior and he was the most respected god in Norse myth because he was, like, the be all end all of everything. He was, like, the Hercules of. of Norse myth Um, yeah he was the ideal to which the average Viking or the average human should have aspired to be Mm -hmm. but he it didn't his job wasn't to guard Midgard it was to basically be the guardian of Asgard kind of Mm -hmm. or not Asgard but just as an extension of (sighs) a guardian of of the gods really not of anybody else, just of the gods. Like really self-serving. Good. He was also in some circles because of his prodigious sexual appetite. He was um, considered to be a god of fertility. Well, <laughs> just because he was really like not practicing safe sex anywhere, and he just impregnated a insane number of women, that they were like, he must be the god of fertility because he's super fertile. Like he's an eighty pants, bro. Literally. Um, well, yes. All these so. Are Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna hate to ask this question, but I have to. Was it all consensual? It wasn't. Was <laughs> I don't it? know. Ugh. I'm not one of them. Thor, you make me angry. What do you really say? Moving on. It just says his aptitude for impregnating women. So he's like really good at it. <laughs> yeah. So he's a god of thunder, lightning, war, and fertility. Those it's are his sex. Those are his things. Yeah. <laughs> I am a god. <laughs> Yeah. So what do you know about Odin, Joe? Odin. He's another god mentioned. He is Thor's papa. Okay. And he's the protector of the realm. (laughs) That's about it. (laughs) I actually have no idea what he's the god of. It's actually good. He's not the god of anything, really. Great. He's just kind of the leader. He's also not Thor's real dad. What? He's just thought to be. He wasn't actually. Oh. Yeah. No, it's Papa. (laughs) He is also technically a war god. But in the way that all Norse gods, mort- are all gods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the way that they're all kind of war gods, right. so like he's not really any more special than any of the others, and he really just serves to be the rule maker. Okay. And so he's the rule maker because he has a certain aptitude for like spell work, which is like the runes and whatever, which is kind of said in these chapters. Yeah. And he also kind of is good with poetry. But other than <laughs> that, he doesn't really—he doesn't really have anything that like puts him above anybody else, except his own self-righteousness, where he was like, "I'm just gonna be above everyone." Else. And they were all like, "Yeah, okay." He wasn't even really first to the throne or anything. He kind of just like made it his own. That's he was like, "Funny the, though, I'm the, this is how we're that's, gonna do it." See, but that's funny, especially if everybody else sort of just went, "Okay, yeah," <laughs> They're like, "Sure, you can be." He was like. Oh, great. Yeah. So he's not really a god of anything, but he is just associated with a bunch of other things. So, (laughs) despite, uh, like, while being a really good magician and really good with, like, roads and stuff, he was also associated with wisdom, healing, death, royalty, the gallows, knowledge, war, battle, victory, sorcery, poetry, frenzy, the runic alphabet, and his wife, Frigg. Or Frigga. Who's a goddess? Yes. Yeah. What's interesting is that then you go to like the Marvel universe and Frigg is like the goddess of like magic. She's got you. goddess of witchcraft. Yeah, and Odin's just like was there. Raised by witches. <laughs> yeah. Which would have been like the Norns, or would have been like Yeah. Um, the Vala. The Vala were just like seers and sorceresses. The Vala are the ones who are mentioned in this in these chapters who like read your fate when the Norns can't be fucked to come and it. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Um. they like, I don't care. Yeah. Just do yourself. I mean, and I wasn't going to go into it, but the Vala, they just, um, they weren't really like immortal. They weren't like anything. It was usually just like every tribe had a widow who had nothing else to do. So she just made herself into a shaman or a seer because well, she no longer had a husband to occupy her time. So she either became a lone wolf and wandered between tribes, and then had a whole bunch of people start to follow her, or she just worked as like the apothecarist or like the that's funny, you know, apothecaryist, apothecary is the person and the job called an apothecary. I don't know. Okay, she was apothecary. well she worked as like that person, <laughs> yeah, basically, and she was like kind of fortune teller, kind of like a jack of all trades, just like a I've tried knitting for two months and now I'm a. Supreme Knitter, no seamstress. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. Do what I want. Yeah. So, Look. of the other two gods mentioned in this section, we have Heimdall and Loki. So, Joe, what do you know about Heimdall? He's hot as fuck. Correction, Idris Elba is <laughs> hot as fuck. Hot as fuck. I don't. You, hey, Fast as fuck boy. He played Heimdall, which means it's an accurate depiction. <laughs> which means Heimdall is hot. As yes, fuck. because Chris Hemsworth is a ginger and so is Tom madelston it's my and ginger yes, that's oh. what i was laughing about in the last episode because oh. was a ginger sitting in randy's house yes. and-, <laughs> and magnus was like are you my father and he was like fuck no <laughs> anywho um, what do you know about so him I- he is the protector or he's in control or he works for the bifrost He's whatever, employed by the Bifrost Whatever the fuck that means <laughs> right. And he carries a big ass sword And his best friend is Thor <laughs> That's about it so, And he's in, hot as fuck In North myth, he's not actually a god no. He is just The divine sentinel Or watchman Of the gods and so, because his job is never ending, that's why he's immortal, but he's not actually a god of anything. I'm immortal. immortal. <laughs> yeah, so he, um, he's sometimes called the shining god, despite not being one. Um, <laughs> yeah, he guards the Bifrost, which is the rainbow bridge between um, the realms, basically. Oh, it's just like pride. another, it's like a, an expressway around that isn't using the tree. Beep beep. <laughs> what? Oh, an expressway. Okay, I was like, what? Um, (laughs) yeah so he requires less sleep than a bird and he can see a hundred leagues and can hear grass growing in meadows and wool growing on sheep He's just like super in tune with everything. Why would you want to listen to that? <laughs> he basically can just see and hear everything across the nine realms, and that and is because he uses to listen to grass growing. Yeah, that is because he actually had nine mothers, one from each of the realms, and so that's why he can, that's why he can see across all of them because he's he's part of all of them. How the fuck does that work? <laughs> no, I <laughs> make the rules. <laughs> You're nine mothers. What? (laughs) Anyway. That makes no sense. So what's funny to me about Harzot is that Loki Loki is his enemy. (laughs) Like, Loki (laughs) hates Loki, (laughs) cannot deal. They're just like, their paths should never cross. (laughs) Yeah, because Loki doesn't use the frost, and he's like, it's my one job. He won't even respect it. (laughs) lying (laughs) to me. Yeah. so he Like um, You prefer to cheat than pay the toll. Fuck you. What I find interesting about Heimdall is that in the way that when we were looking at the Egyptian stuff, a lot of the Egyptian gods had Greek counterparts. It's kind of the same for Norse gods. So Thor is actually like most similar to Zeus, which is not great. But <laughs> yeah, Heimdall is most similar to Prometheus because he's also seen as a god of fire, but he's similar to Prometheus because fire! Heimdall... Heimdall was seen to be, like, the father of humans because he, like, gave them wisdom and information and knowledge in the same way that Prometheus gave to humans. To the humans! Yeah, so he and Prometheus are kind of, like, similar and, like, kind of sometimes conflated, so... I thought that was pretty interesting. interesting. The idea that Heimdall is, like, always watching us. Always. Yeah. Yeah, The other fun thing about Heimdall is that he's actually Susan from Narnia. (laughs) Because he and Susan both have a horn that can call the other gods forward. Aww. So basically, yeah, Heimdall's only job really is to stand at the foot of the Bifrost and when he sees bad things coming, aka when he sees Ragnarok approaching, he has to call on his horn and it assembles the gods, basically. Can adventurous we're gonna yeah. the world. Yeah, pretty much. And so his horn's really special. I am not sure if it's ever been stolen from him or not. That seems like something that probably would have happened. Um it's like Thor having his hammer stolen from him. It's not even really his hammer anymore. No, it's just a hammer and it's like, well I guess (laughs) sometimes associated with Thor. (laughs) Either that or the hammer just has a mind of its own, it goes where it wants, you know? And Thor's just like, sometimes we're best buddies. Jonathan does decide his own fate. He must decide. (laughs) Even (laughs) though (laughs) we didn't Okay, awesome. So that's what we know about Heimdall. What do you know about Loki? He's overhyped. Fair. Okay. From Marvel, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, Fair. okay. Uh, what do I know about Loki? Loki is the god of trickery. He, <laughs> yeah, he's the god of trickery. That's pretty much it. Yeah, he um is seen uh, as he's, he's a baby frost giant. <laughs> <laughs> he was seen as one of the two supreme evils, basically in um in all of Norse myth, and that's mostly due to the fact that he is a god of trickery, but he also birthed or had a part in creating some of the most horrific monsters in North Myth. They were like, "Bro, put it back in your pants." Basically, yeah. So, uh, among his children include Jormungandr, um, which is the the serpent that goes around the world. Ah, um, that's his child. That's his baby. Yeah. He also. Um, that's my baby. His other two most notable children are the goddess Hell of Death, or Hella. Depending what? on which, oh, I don't like that. Ragnarok lied to us. Yeah, that's his daughter. Um, and They're supposed to be siblings, and that makes sense why they look like each other. Then in <laughs> the friggin' movie. And then their son is uh not not he in hell, but um Loki's Loki's son is uh, Fenrir, the the wolf, the big Fenris. wolf. Is it Fenrir? Yeah, Fenris. Oh, Fenrir. Can't remember. It's one of those. Um, Fenris. It'll be Fenris. So it's Fenris. Yeah. But yeah, so that's... So because realm. he created... His name's actually Alan. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I call him Rick. Um, <laughs> because he, like, yeah, had a hand in creating some of the most horrific monsters in myth. They were like, must be a bad guy. He's <laughs> no good. His he, name's he, no good. <laughs> Thanks all the yuck yucks. <laughs> so yes, he is a god of uh, trickery. And he's also a shapeshifter. That's super fun. He can change his shape and his sex, so he's the most gender fluid of all the gods, which is yeah. super fun. He carries the rainbow flag. Yes. Him everywhere. And. Goes. Pride flag. Yeah. And so his mother was a frost giant, nice an ice Jotun, and his father uh, was. I never knew my father. I think his father was a god, or it was the other way around. Um. But either way, because of that, he's considered a full god. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so the main thing about him is that he is being punished for eternity for basically setting Frigg's son to death, Balder. Um, Dash. Yeah. Which we'll get into later because the story, like Magnus, gets into it later. Because so the actual story comes. Yeah, up, we'll talk I'm about that when dying, it comes but... around. But it is actually a really interesting goes around, villain arc. Um, for Loki but yeah I think so for me especially in this series Loki is one of those characters that's like a really good fleshed out villain because the myth surrounding him and the actual texts that you gain you know his that they wrote about him way back when were like more in depth and more accurate than the villains for other mythologies right. if that makes sense like right. he he's, he's like set but on like another level and it's, it's just great I really like Loki in this series I don't like Loki in Marvel I think that he's annoying Yeah, but this series I think he's like the perfect blend of evil and understandable I think it's good when you can see where your villain was coming from um, and sort of engage with them that way that's what I like which is, why I like, which is why I like Luke as a villain, because I'm like, I can see where you started, and it's just one wrong turn. And he showed his work. Yeah. And with Loki, I can see where he started, but, you know, one thing was done after he did some things, and then after that he was like, well, fuck everybody! Fuck you all. <laughs> yeah. You hurt my feelings. You didn't Basically. come to my birthday party. Bitches. Basically, yeah. So, yeah, that's all of, like, the informational things that I have. Do you have any other plot things that you want to talk about, Jack? No. Nope. Nice. Okay, well, so yeah, so this... this Section of chapters ends on Magnus's fate being undecided because they were yeah. about to ask the Vala for his future and then the Norns showed up. The big, big Norns. Yeah. The big white women. <laughs> white women. Thank you. Um, yeah, they showed up and everyone was like, <gasps> oh my god, they're here, they never come no, right here. important. Yeah, so that'll be super fun when we get back into the next episode. Oh, looking forward to it. Can't wait so excited. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I don't really have anything else to say about these chapters then. Nope. There's a lot of info dumping in this. I apologise for that. Like, like if you take don't. out the info dumping, not much happens. <laughs> no, not really Yeah, He walks down the hall, and <laughs> he sits in a chair. Yeah. And you're like, okay. But, uh, yeah. We didn't really go into any of the social hierarchy between the Valkyries that we could have. Like, some of those things are hinted at especially with the fact that Magnus' blooper reel has been edited really obviously because yeah. it's, like, choppy and it's, it's... Choppy as hell. They get rid of all his heroicness yeah. and make him look like a coward. Yeah. Who does that? Gorilla. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Gorilla? <Yeah. laughs> I do think it's interesting that this is the <laughs> first time... <laughs> sorry I do think it's interesting that this is the first time that they're kind of using those body cams um to determine whether a death was heroic or not whereas before it was centered on the fact that the Valkyries had to tell a story and the reason like the reason that they don't want to accept Samira's story is the fact that she's a child of Loki and that he's a trickster and he's cunning and he can you know twist his words because he's got a smooth tongue or whatever silver tongue um but I don't remember the reason that Samira became a Valkyrie in the first place or how that happened, um, but I know that they didn't want her to because she's a child of Loki. I remember that. But it's interesting. To, like She wouldn't be the first Valkyrie who's a child of Loki, so it's, it's interesting to me that they are not even going to try and accept word of mouth for this for Magnus like to vouch for him when this is the first time that they're using these body cams like you would expect some trial and error to be happening here with if the body cams aren't always working or like you know a bit glitchy or like this video definitely looks way different to the other ones yeah. you just saw it's, it's t- not like it's not like there are three camera angles and you're like chopping and changing in one cut scene yeah. like if you have one camera angle and you're so obviously cutting pieces out and adding things in. Like, you can tell that it's edited, whereas, like, what I get from the other ones is that it's just one continuous long shot. Yeah. And so it's like, well, why isn't anybody questioning the fact that this video looks fucked in comparison? (laughs) And they're all like, this video looks fucked. It's the truth. (laughs) This video looks fucked. Someone has definitely not just discovered the snipping tool. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I... I, I mean, I understand that it's all for plot reasons, blah 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 blah. And if this was a real situation, it wouldn't be like this. Do your better job. Some logical thinking wouldn't go astray. And I understand that they, to be fair, all the the people on the on the panel, they they haven't been to real world in forever. They probably don't know how technology works. And they're like, we don't see. Oh, but they should because, like, it's not like the screens were invented for the purpose of displaying the Valkyrie vision. What happens if they were? Well, they all have televisions in their rooms. Maybe the old guys don't. Well, maybe they, may, they should. <laughs> maybe don't. Maybe not. All of them have televisions. They weren't made in that time. I don't know what they are. I would hate that. I would hate if, like, I died and then I went to a place and then no technology furthered for me in that immortal place, but everybody else got to have new technology. I'd fucking hate that. <laughs> I'd be like, no, no, I want to learn how to use this. I want to. I want to use some of this if I'm going to be here forever. You know, everyone we'll be here for a long time, wanna we'll make it a good time as well. <laughs> God. I'd be pissed. That's just me. So yeah. I don't think I have anything else to say about these chapters. Neither. It's American Fly Even Without a Horse, which is super fun. Can't remember what I was saying. So, Joe, do you have any other thoughts for the rest of this chapter or section? Or anything that you wanna say that you're excited about for the next section or anything, I don't know. Oh, I'm excited for proper introductions to what level are they at the hotel? Is it level 19? 19. Yeah. Yeah. Proper introdu- introductions to everyone who lives at level 19. Yeah. Yeah. Excited for that. Nice. And Love for that. for Mallory to be like, I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I'm fucking insane, bitch. And for Magnus to just be like, I thought we were friends. She's like, oh, no, we are. I'm gonna decapitate. I'm gonna destroy <laughs> you. She's <laughs> like, I'm gonna rip your limbs off. See <laughs> <So> ya! <yeah. laughs> I do love that everybody is just not concerned at all. Like when they were walking down the hallway and someone threw a spear at someone else and impaled them and they died, and Magnus was like, he's fucking fine! And Hunting was like, yeah, it doesn't really matter. Like, he'll be fine by the afternoon. And I was like, I love that nobody is stressed. No. Nah. Nobody at all is stressed. And I'm nah. like, it's just. For a fun time. If that was me there, I would forget that we had a purpose to, like, eventually fight for Ragnarok. And they'd catch me slipping, and I would just be like, yeah, I'm not in great shape. Like, when Ragnarok comes, ah, I'm not in great shape, <laughs> I guys. can't run up, I can't take <laughs> that hill anymore, I can't run up. I was there. heroic when I got here, but now, you know, it's just... Had too just, many sandwiches, yeah. too much mead. <laughs> yeah, you guys created the actual perfect place for me here, and don't want to leave. Now that you're telling me I have to leave, uh, I would actually rather die, so... <laughs> kill me now be like, it's been nice knowing dead. you guys but um we're done <laughs> yeah kill me now you're already dead well then you, you're done purpose is done <laughs> oh god yeah okay awesome so next week we are reading chapters 16 to 21 Woo. 16 to 21 next week uh yeah it's gonna be gonna be super fun times next episode Sixteen yeah, to yeah. twenty-one guys, um, yeah. come back then. If you want to send us an email, then we are at damn, we are snap, we are if You want to send us an email? <laughs> we are <laughs> <stamp-a>. <laughs> <laughs> if You want to send us an email? We are damn dot And if you want to send us a message on the Instagrams or the tweeters, then we are at damn snackbarpod. And if you want to follow any of our personal uh, social media or the tickety talk, then where can they find us, Joe? can find us linked below they can find us in the link below uh yeah we'll see you guys next week for chapters 16 to 21 okay bye